baseball fan. You can never see that scene enough. Nope. And then for those that aren't part of our little fraternity, that really have a connection to the sport and playing catch with dad, they're like, why does that move you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big whoop. He's got a yeah. deep voice. Who cares? Yeah, I am so tired of hearing that. Uh, not me. Why is it so romantic to have a catch with your dad? That's one I don't actually understand, that whole have a catch. Yeah. I don't understand that saying. I think it's regional. I've played catch. Yeah. Played catch. I never had a catch. Yeah, let's go have a catch. I know that's what people say, but I've never said that. Mm. I'd never, like, oh. you know, before the game. Yeah. Oh, hey, you want to go have a catch? Yeah. Like, hey, you want to play catch? That huh. was just different. I. Yeah. It's not wrong. Oh, yeah. It feels like you're saying it's wrong. Well, maybe like I am a little bit. Maybe I am a little bit. Like tomato, tomato? It's just like take a shower. Tomato. Most people say take a shower, yeah. but there's some pockets of the country where they say, I'll have a shower. Yeah, well. I'm going to go have a shower. I don't, <laughs> if someone, if someone <laughs> bathed me, I would have a shower. Yes, I will have a shower now. <laughs> well, if I, somebody's playing catch with you, we're going to have a catch. <laughs> I'm going to play catch I'm with them. I'm not taking a catch with someone. Like having a catch would be hey, like. Hey, Dad, you want to take a catch? That nah, has a totally different meaning. Play catch. I want to play catch. You want you want to play catch? Yeah. Play catch. Play catch. We catch together. Catch different. I'm Whatever. Lucky. But it's tomato like, or tomato. Which well, one do you say? Playing catch is just like you're just playing around. Do you believe in the soul of the game or not? Do you believe? Do I have to play James Earl Jones for you again? No, <laughs> I believe in the soul of the game. Have to have I'm going to catch. play. <laughs> like we catch. have to have a talk. That's the same thing. It's not the it's same. Like Thank God it's not the same thing. <laughs> you play marbles. I would have quit baseball. It would be like, we got to have a talk. But that's like we the gotta version. We got to have a catch. Between a father and a son. Uh, that's the version of like, let's have a talk. Let's go you, have a catch. And then you just connect. You don't play talk. Spiritually. You don't play talk. <laughs> that's true. Nobody plays talk. No. You play Monopoly. Actually, that's what we're doing right here. You play Monopoly. We play catch. Dude. You play shoots and ladders. Yeah. And by the way, there's an adult version of that game that is a lot of fun. Really? Shoots and ladders? Yep. Huh. You have a catch. <laughs> I don't I don't. You're not hear, buying don't, it. Still no, not buying it. Not buying right. it. Uh, yesterday, the uh, Mariners, uh, in anticipation of the season beginning, have uh, decided that we don't have enough outfielders. As a matter of fact, this could be a problem. Uh, so they went out and they signed Jason Worth yesterday, who leads the league in hair. Yes. Uh, yeah, if you think Ben Gamble had an impressive main... Jason Worth. He's got hockey hair. Oh, man. It is special. And I'm not... Uh, the beard and the... Maybe he got it cut and I'll be left disappointed. Nope. I don't know. I don't think he did. Funniest sign I've ever seen at a uh, sporting event was Jason Worth had just hit a home run as a Washington National returning to Philadelphia. He's going back to the dugout. Now as a visitor. And there was just a sign a guy was holding. Big giant sign on the top of the dugout says, Your hair is stupid. <laughs> so jason worth has been uh, added to the organization obviously he, i mean this is somebody that uh, has been a free agent the entire offseason just signed yesterday he's not ready to play uh major league baseball at this point but bucky i i really think that it speaks to and and i hate to go here ichiro's not for long with this organization Number one, I can't see both of those guys taking up two roster spots, two guys over 37 taking up roster spots um, for this team at any point during this year. And it sounds to me like a, yes, we need some outfield depth. Yes, we wouldn't mind having a veteran with major league experience. Uh, we rolled the dice on Ichiro, but he's hurt right now. He has not performed well to this point. 
and we may have a better option here at a cheaper rate in Jason Worth because he signed a minor league deal instead of a major league deal. I mean, he's still got out oh, Ichiro that money. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I'm not sure Ichiro's ever going to see the field. So here's an idea just popped in my head. Uh, I don't think you're going to have both of those guys on the active roster unless you have multiple injuries uh, in, the, in your outfield, your main outfield core with those young guys. Uh, there's a thing called the Phantom DL, which some guys will be put on back in, you know, where they want to keep them here, but there's not a roster spot for them. So they just say that they got a, something and they're on the Phantom DL. Uh, maybe Ichiro is cheap enough. Maybe you're getting Ichiro cheap enough that you could put him on the Phantom DL Phantom and he's DL essentially and bringing in more money uh, with fans than he is costing well, you on the field. Well, that And that's sort of the thing here, though. It's like that's what was suggested at the time. You just signed him to sell tickets and not to win baseball games. That whole like Mariner fan base groaning of, oh, really, are we going to do this again? We're going to sell sizzle over steak again. I agree. You know, and there's a frustration that is developed, and I understand that frustration. I didn't like the Ichiro signing at the time. Number one, I don't think he can play anymore. Sorry to say that. But also, number two, the way I, I was sure that when Gamble came back, you're going to let him go, and do you treat a legend of your organization that way? And now I'm wondering with this signing of worth, it depends on how it times out. Gamble's supposed to be back in mid-April. And Ichiro's probably going to start the season on the disabled list. And it's probably going to take at least three weeks for Worth to ramp up at extended spring training, I would think. Is it going to time out that Ichiro plays a couple games, tips the cap, and that's how he's going to end his Mariner career? That's unsatisfying for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, definitely taints it. Taints my yeah. thought of him in a Mariner's uniform. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but not by his doing, just... More so by him trying to play beyond when he probably should, I think. You know, I mean, he's he's far more capable than I would be uh, in two years from now. He's shoot, he's more far far more capable than I was ten years ago, probably. Well, yeah. Um, now, still at forty four, but yeah, I mean, sometimes the writing's on the wall, and I did. I don't know. Is is a guy that when I played with him, he was such a person of uh, structure and and. Uh, doing the same thing over and over and over the same thing. I don't know for sure if he knows what his life is like with if he didn't have baseball in it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's hard to turn that page for a lot of people, and I would imagine for him being a creature of habit, that um, it would be really, really hard. Yeah, it makes it even more difficult then if that's the way that it's going to end. Look, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's kind of what I sense is going to happen. For the record, I kind of like the Jason Worth signing. I know he's not coming off a very good season, but he's got power. He can defend both right and left field. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if it's too bad a roll of the dice uh, on Jason Worth at this point, but it will take him a while uh, to ramp up. Season gets going tomorrow. It will be Felix on the mound, of course, for the Mariners, making his 10th consecutive opening day start. And Corey Kluber will go for the Cleveland uh, Indians. And so uh, night game, Thursday night game, is your opener for the Major League Baseball season this year. Uh, Trevon Boykin uh, yesterday in the news, and for all the wrong reasons that you can think of, uh, Boykin, um, a story breaking out of Dallas that he was involved in a domestic case. It read like a horror story. I said yesterday when it popped up that uh, at this point, even without hearing the other side of the story, 
that Pete and John should be racing for the fax machine to uh, offer Boykin his release. And not too long after I said that, he was released. So Boykin no longer part of the Seahawks organization. I guess they didn't even need to hear uh, his side of this story. For the record, he has said that this was an absolute false accusation, that this did not happen. Uh, but the story, you know, if somebody's making that up, they're making up quite a whopper, and they are pinning a horrible, disgusting crime on an innocent man, uh, if that's the case. Uh, but I've, I I have a feeling that's not what we're going to find out. I think Trevon Boykin's in deep, deep trouble and is going to spend a lot of time in jail. And rightfully so. I mean, it's we've talked about this a few different times, and there's part of me new to the radio as a profession where I, I kind of don't know how much I have to toe the politically correct line. When it comes to this, really ultimately inside, I I think the guy should be whooped, literally whooped big time. Yeah. Um, and I don't, as much as I want to do the innocent until proven guilty thing, it, her story, it is her word against his if you just want to say that part. But then it goes all the way to where you go to the hospital with your, bro your jaw broken on both sides to the point where then they separate you, right? It's one of those things, yeah. I'm sure it's protocol at hospitals, they separate you. And then you leave, yeah. You're guilty. You don't leave if they separate you and your girl. You bring your girlfriend in, with a with broken, two broken jaw. jaws, unconscious, her throat nearly shut to the point that they had to fly her to another hospital. I mean, that stuff we know. Yeah, we don't know if Boykin is responsible for this damage, but we know that stuff. And you bolt. And you bolt. I mean, even mm. out of just concern. Like, I found her in this condition. How do you leave? You don't. The hospital. At Unless any time. you're scared. So, I mean, yes. I mean, we all see it. The writing is on the wall. He looks as guilty as can be. We will leave a slight gap of the door open for the possibility that, you know, innocent till proven guilty, but man, he sure looks guilty. If I'm running a football organization and he somehow gets out, the girlfriend drops charges, I'm still not signing him. Because I know he's that guy. Yeah. Uh, that's just me. Plus, he's not that he's not that good. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> not that good to begin with. And and uh, he had already had two strikes against him in a, in a Seahawk uniform. So he has been released. And, and I think the next thing you're going to hear from Trevon Boykin is uh, being handcuffed and taken into custody. I think that's the next thing we're, we're going to hear on that front. In the meantime, a rumor floating around that uh, Mark Sanchez uh, is a player that the Seahawks could be interested in as a backup quarterback. And, boy, he does scream backup quarterback at this point in his life. Uh, also, the uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick stuff has returned and uh, whether or not the Seahawks should be interested in Colin Kaepernick. So that's an ongoing discussion that's taking place right now. Whatever the case may be, the Seahawks are certainly in the market for some help behind Russell Wilson. Uh, other NFL news. Man, the Rams just won't stop. They have already, this offseason, traded for Marcus Peters. They brought in Aqib Tlaib, and they've signed Indama Kansu to a one-year contract for $14 million. All of them have their issues. They are problematic on the field. They are problematic off the field. And yet they are unbelievably talented. So the defending NFC West champions have added these three stars and in Peter's case, a potential superstar going forward. Um, and, and Sue's not too far away from that. And they might not be done yet. Another troubled guy 
is apparently on the trade market to the point where the New York Giants can't even answer with a straight face. I mean, they, <laughs> talk about poker face. They are so sick of him that no one in the Giant organization can sell it like they're not trying to trade the guy. Right. And apparently the Rams are interested again that, yeah, we'll, we'll take him. So the Rams are in an all-out attack mode to bring in as much talent as humanly possible, and they'll worry about how they gel in a locker room later. Yeah, and I don't know for sure uh, if it's all that bad of an idea. At this point, it you, it seems like they're going all in. I don't think it works out all the time in this situation, but uh, not necessarily because of the egos, just because sometimes you don't. Sometimes there's more hype than than what it's worth. Now, I don't think that's the case with OBJ. I think he is actually that good of a receiver. Uh, he does bring some baggage with him. Well, I'll I don't say, know. I mean, Beckham's that good of a receiver. Peters is that good of a cornerback, and Sue is that good of a defensive tackle. I mean, there is no disputing what they've brought in in terms of talent. Uh, the dispute is whether or not you can bring that many guys who are character guys uh, into one locker room at the same time when you already had a fairly functioning locker room. I mean, things were pretty good last year right. uh, for the Rams. They had turned a corner. So we'll see if it ends up being a combustible thing. By the way, they still have not traded for Beckham. That's just a rumor that right. they are uh, strongly uh, interested in him. Uh, throughout the week, uh, and this will be item number five of our Ocho today, uh, we have been previewing the American League West. We have Mac Engel on the line. He's with the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, and he follows the Texas Rangers for a living. Hi, Mac. Hello, Matt. Seattle these days. Oh, well, we're doing the same thing you're doing. Uh, we're talking football and getting ready for the baseball season. Yeah, you know what, though? <laughs> I think things are a little brighter in Seattle with the Mariners these days and with the, uh, the Texas Rangers. Just a guess. But nonetheless, opening day will be here tomorrow, and I am excited about the Rangers and their magical push towards a 500 season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so if I say I think the Texas Rangers are going to finish last in the American League West this year, what's your reaction? Bottoms up, brother. Let's make <laughs> magic happen. Uh, I think the A's are going to get in the way. I think that okay. is the only problem. I think if you look at every other, like, here's the problem. The Texas Rangers had that window, right? And Carlos Beltran, name drop alert, and I talked about this last year when he was at the Astros which is when you're a championship contending team, you've got a window, and you either win it or you don't. And the Rangers went to the World Series in consecutive seasons. That's amazing. And they came within a strike huh. twice of winning it. And then God decided to take out his heel and stomp all over the Rangers' <laughs> fan base's crotch repeatedly. <laughs> but it was not to win it. But then the Rangers decided, because they had relatively new ownership, to keep spending money to keep that window open. They kind of did. They won, you know, consecutive division championships. They went to the playoff card game against the Orioles. They lost. They just didn't win, and that's it. They went for it, and they went for it. They traded for Prince Fielder. That was a bomb. They two two to the worst contract in recorded history. That's been a disaster. They traded for Cole Hamels. That almost worked, but it didn't. And now you have to deal with the consequences of going for it and not winning. And this is the consequences, which is a bloated payroll and a very average team. So I think the only reason why uh, the, the Rangers won't finish in last place is because the, I think the A's are going to be a little bit worse. I, I don't think the Angels are that hot. I'm not sure how great the Mariners will be. I only know the Rangers won't be good as either one of those. 
and we all know the Astros are the class of the division. So there you have it. Buy the yeah. season tickets now. <laughs> Do you get the sense that maybe John Daniels, your general manager, is itching to, to rebuild the whole thing? No, not really. You know, uh, when no one uses the word rebuild anymore yeah, because that hurts ticket sales and marketing. So now the new word is we're transitioning, right? So right. the Rangers are transitioning even though it's the exact same thing. Uh, I, I don't think he really wants to go for a total teardown because, look, there's no guarantees that that works. I mean, God, you guys saw it in Seattle for forever. The people in Kansas City experienced it for decades. Pittsburgh, the same thing. Uh, just because you, you rip it all apart and sell all of your high-priced pieces doesn't mean that their replacements are, are going to be stars. There's no guarantee. And, and I – you know, when I look back at sports teams that have done that, that have just itched to tear it apart, people forget this is a different sport. The 90s Bulls and GM Jerry Reinsdorf couldn't wait to tear that team apart. You don't do that. You just you hang on to what you've got for as long as you can. So I don't think the Rangers are dying to tear it apart. I also think that there are some guys there that are going to be tough to move. Moving Shinsu Chu is going to be hard. Adrian Beltre does not want to be traded yet. But he's not happy with the fact that the team didn't sign anybody of note in the offseason to get any better. And he's made it very clear. I only want to win a World Series. That's the only reason to play anymore. He's done virtually everything else. I think he's going to get to 500 home runs. So the only reason left is to get to the World Series. And he was that guy who got the Rangers that close in 2011 to that World Series. He did it. But now I don't think J.D., John Daniels, the GM, is in a hurry to, to tear it down. But I do think there is an acknowledgement of they're in the middle right now. And I don't know if the middle is a great place to be, but they've got some decent players. What they don't have is enough, and they're just an okay team with a high payroll, and that's the problem. Now, if the Rangers somehow prove Mac Engel and Chuck Powell wrong this year and end up a playoff contender, what then has happened during the course of the season that has put them in that position? It means everything that they planned on doing went right, which was um, – a bullpen that is suspect has come through. And you and I, guy, we all know, baseball fans know, bullpens are totally unpredictable. Those relievers blow hot and cold every year, and you never know what you're going to get one year from the next from this guy to that. So if you've got some guys who can pitch six, seven, and eight, really seven, eight, nine, and they don't know who their closure is going to be yet, then that means that worked. It means Cole Hamels has bounced back from his injury and is a legit ace again, even at 34. It means... Uh, Mike Moore, who was acquired from the Giants in the offseason, or Matt Moore, rather, acquired from the Giants in the offseason, is the pitcher that Tampa thought he was many years ago. And as a solid left-hander, it means Mike Miner, the guy that they required from the Royals, can be a starter or an effective reliever. He's by far and away the most talented young pitcher on their staff. It means Matt Bush is back and can throw uh, in the low to mid-90s with lots of different breaking stuff and can be an effective guy. But bigger than anything else, it means their offense is cranking out five runs a game because that's the way they're going to be a contending team. And if you look at the offense with Nomar Mazzara, Joey Gallo, Adrian Beltre, Elvis Andrus, uh, Ronan Odor, Chinsu Chu, if he can get 120 games in, the offense can be pretty good. And then they, contend, they can contend for a wild card. But, guys, seven teams can contend for the wild card the way baseball has it set up. So I don't know if that's anything to write home about, but – I will say this, if they can, can do that and they can be relevant through you know, the start of football training camp when the Dallas Cowboys get ready to win the Super Bowl again, 
then call it a successful season. But, guys, <laughs> I just don't see it happening. All right, Mac. Hey, man, thanks. We appreciate it. Either way, it'll be interesting for uh, for us to watch this American League West unfold and damn the Houston Astros. Damn the Houston Astros, indeed. I love baseball opening day. I'm excited about spring is here, even for you great people in Seattle, and I look forward to the season. All right. Thanks, Mac. Mac, Thanks, guys. Mac Angle from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram giving us a brief little Texas Rangers uh, preview. And maybe we should spend a little more time uh, on the American League West and the Mariners' chances. Uh, we'll do that next. It's Chuck and Buck in the morning, Sports Radio 950. In the morning, on your home for the Final Four and the National Championship, Seattle's Sports Radio 950, KJR. Scott Service joins us at 9.30 today, so an hour from now and at 9 o'clock, our first morning edition of The Feud. It's the Pass the Torch edition of The Feud. You now become a member of the house band. You're like Questlove going forward. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Questlove. I, I don't yeah. have a pick nor the hair to, to no. be able to support one. No. My no. beard. Nor musical talent. Hey. Nor. Ooh, member. Voice. Oh, melodic. That's my right. melodic voice that's is right. an instrument. Voice of an angel. Yeah. Why has Dave Sims been rolling around uh, here? I don't know, but I like it. I like it too. He's I got a he's got a radio often. show he was doing, so I think it's a weekly show, and so oh, he wanted right? to. Coach K. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Basketball and <laughs> beyond, beyond with us. Yeah, well, yeah. Like every day. Like how Dave about that during the season? Morning. He's running out. He hears that. Yeah, you heard that? He ran out. Do you hear the door slam as he flung it open? He's like, nope. Uh, he knows <laughs> what's happening. coming next. He knows my admittedly bold predictions. Uh, if that's the day today. So he doesn't even want to hear them. Uh-huh. Yep. Like I've heard not. enough of your nonsense, Powell, over the last couple of years. Well, we've heard a couple already. Yeah, we've heard a couple of already. Uh, Ichiro will not... Uh, is he back? Is Dave back? Yeah, he's back. He's, got he's back and he's on. Jacket on. What's up, boys? <laughs> Hi, Dave. Yes. So we want you to be on. Like We're thinking like every day. What's that? You, we're, want to be on? you were thinking we want you Hold to be on, on like Hold every, on yeah. We're thinking if we can get you on like every single day, that yeah. would be good for our show. Just stop by. Well, let's <laughs> talk about the economics of the situation. I am a professional. Yeah, that's true. Uh, nine or Nate, you're willing to give half of your paycheck, right? Yeah. Three dollars. Yeah, okay, there was a hesitation there. That's a yes. We got, so you got three, three bucks there. The gotcha. Yeah. How you guys been? You doing all right? Congratulations on a new gig. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Except for getting up at four in the morning. That's not the funnest You'll thing adjust. ever. You'll adjust. That's what I hear. <laughs> you got to work at that's it. That's word around town. You're gonna have to work at yep. it. Yep. And I'm liking it. All right. You guys see it? We'll see you at the ballpark tomorrow night. You better we'll believe be there. it. How yeah. was Arizona? It was good. You yeah. know, um, we learned some things. Uh, you know, Vogelback swung the bat really well. Yeah, see, yeah. He, he might be able to have an impact. Hopefully, uh, that's the real deal. My main thing is like the old song, "My Prayer," that everybody stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, well, good. that didn't work out too well in the spring. Yeah, I know, but we got to start somewhere, so we're starting tomorrow night. Okay, we'll start. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start, start from, from day stretch. one tomorrow, dude. Every I I said that to about three guys, a couple of guys that made it club. I saw Mike Marjima as we were getting off the bus. I said, dude. Congratulations, you made the team. Please stay healthy. Uh-huh. Yeah, seriously. Uh, it's not. You know what? The nine. I like the nine. I think they're going to swing the bat. I think they have a chance to. I think they're going to score runs. Love the bullpen, and then the, the starting pitching's got to give us. Uh, you know, it's got to get get it done. And yeah. 
I think Paxton, Paxton looks fabulous. He threw really well. He got better as the spring went along. Felix is, uh, you know, he looked good in his last outing. Hopefully this has started something good. You know, Leak, Gonzalez looked pretty good. So, you know, we'll see when they picked up uh, uh, Wade uh, LeBlanc to help out. Yeah. So what we'll did, see. What did you do in the offseason? Did you work on a bunch of new catchphrases? And... Uh, you know, a lot of that's organic, man. A lot of that stuff <laughs> happens as it happens. I don't think I try not to get too involved in trying to ma- – that's why I'm not an actor because I can't remember all my lines. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just sort of let it happen. The uh, No, I had I got a brand-new uh, granddaughter. She's seven months old now. We did, a little, we did a little traveling, but most of it was around just looking at her going, ooh, ah, oh, wow, this is cool. We haven't done this in 30 years. You know, nice. <laughs> one of those kind of deals. So it was Congrats. all good. Good, All right. Well, great to see you. We'll see you at the ballpark uh, tomorrow night, and uh, can't wait to hear Dave Sims every evening from well, going yep. forward. Well, I appreciate that, fellas. Hey, good All luck right. with the show, man. All, All the best. Right. Thanks. All right. Appreciate it, Dave. Man. Dave Sims. Yeah, just a special treat. Just rolling yeah. our hallways today like some you know, middle of the road intern. Yeah. 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 Right. It. it it's like when uh, last year when uh, Holmgren come walking in here. Yeah. And I never like, know what's going to happen. Legends all yeah, over this. You never joint. know. You never know when. And Beyonce- they gave me a key card. I can get in here whenever I want now. Yeah. You mm-hmm. never know when. Like Beyonce will just stop by. She brought some bagels. Yeah. It happens. The Beyonce I mean, bagel day hasn't happened yet, but, but it, it could happen. Could. That's just the magic. Now that now that you're in this seat. Yeah. You never know, man. Huh? You're just surrounded. Well, I saw a picture of Snoop smoking. I'm sure it was just a regular cigar yes. on the wall. Yes. And uh, yeah. I was like, was that taken here? Uh no. No, but could be. You know, could be. He might end a up theater. being like a, he joins us on the feud every Wednesday. You never know. You never know. I, yeah. phew, that'd be all right. Your life is changing, Bucky Jacobson. If I get to changing see, yes, the I just got to talk yeah. to Sims, which is a treat. Uh, if I get to just maybe enjoy a a stogie with Snoop Dogg yeah, someday, that'd be nice. <laughs> I'll tell you what, a lot then, of people have a like on their bucket list. I want to be on Willie Nelson's. Bus on his bus. I actually don't. You don't want to be on that no, bus. I don't think I would make it off. <laughs> I've heard stories. Okay, so my father is a Willie Nelson impersonator. That's what he does for a living now. Really? Yeah, the uh-huh. Willie Nelson impersonator. So he's he was you know, and he's the world's greatest hypocrite. That's also what he does for a living. So he was um, always like you know, ah, I can't stand these rock and roll guys and these rap guys and all their drugs and everything. I'm like, Dad, your favorite artist is Willie Nelson. Yeah, what of it? <laughs> Didn't even realize that he's the highest he's guy the in the showbiz. He's the most hothead in the world. That is not true. That is not true. <laughs> wow. I'm like, that is 100% true. Yeah. And by the way, before you start knocking people for being in trouble with the law, he's also a tax evader. Huh. You're a liar. He is not. He, his ponytail is not because he's a hippie. I have washed your mouth out with soap once. I'll do it again. <laughs> you don't talk about Willie like that. Willie would never do that. My dad does a little Willie uh, like when he sings it. Like he just plugs one of his noses, one yeah. of his nostrils, and one sings. One of his noses? What, well, yes, he has two. two noses? He actually wow. does. Sorry about that. It's weird. Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. He looks okay with for a guy with two noses, though. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. My dad will knock this out of the park. He's gone into like, like karaoke in Phoenix. We will take him in there and show him off a little bit. <laughs> and he'll, he'll fool some people. He's going to turn around like, is he here? Let me put it this way. He signed a breast or two as Willie Nelson in his life. 
So he really even looks like him. Yeah, a lot. looks like him. Long hair, whole thing. Well, he has Braids? a wig. He will wear. A wig. Oh, okay. When he performs, he'll wear a wig. He pulls wow. it off till someone right, offers to, to roll a him a J. Now. He's like, no, I don't want any part of that devil's lettuce. That's right. <laughs> I will slap that out of your hand, mister. <laughs> That's funny. He's like, well, yeah, that, ain't, give that ain't Willie. That ain't Willie, honey. <laughs> Clearly not Willie. <laughs> all right. I've been trying to get to these all day. I know. Day, and you know. two will not let me. It's not my fault. I mean, this is an annual tradition. My five admittedly bold predictions for the Mariners. You're distracting me with TV celebrities, making me tell dad stories. We got time. We, we got don't time. have time. Every segment, I run out of time. Well, we can get one in right here. All right, we're going to get one in. Okay. I uh, by my predictions, admittedly bold predictions for the Mariners to this point. Ichiro will uh, not get, uh, will be gone from the team by May 1st. And I, at this point, I might even go as far as saying he won't get in at bat. How about that? I think you'll get in at bat. Number two, but Paxton and Diaz will make their first All-Star game this year, but will be the only two Mariners in uniform at the All-Star game. Number three, double-pronged. Mariners will lead the AL in errors. Mike Zanino will lead the team in home runs with 36. Are you ready for my number four? Yep. Bold prediction for this upcoming year? You're not going to like this one either. Cattell Marte will be this year's Chris Taylor. <laughs> You mean like ex, the like guy that escaped us? That we will watch and be like, I didn't know he was that good. Yeah, he was pretty good. He is pretty good. Uh, Dimebacks just signed him to a long-term extension, five-year. Well, not, well, I mean, they're trying to save a couple million down the line. Five years, $24 million. They did they, save a lot, a lot of money, I think. I just, I really liked his potential here. I agree, and I think he couldn't slide, which I don't understand from a 22-year-old professional baseball player. How you don't know how to slide? Because I think nine out of ten seven-year-olds know how to. Uh, and he wasn't a very good defender, but they're putting him at a position I think he's going to thrive at at second base as opposed to shortstop. He's bulked up by like 15, 20 pounds since he was a Mariner. He really started to show last year that he's got a much better approach to the plate and more power than you realize. I think it's coming together this year. I think he's going to haunt our dreams. Yep, I think so. I, I thought it was really cool that he signed, and the reason why he signed, he knew he knows he's leaving some money on the table, yep. but understands how quickly that uh, how quickly life can change and throw you a curveball, yep. so to speak, like in a bad way. And so he wanted to set his family up for life. And now you sound like an insurance commercial. He's good. He did. I like it. I think it was yeah. impressive. So now look, I mean, you got Hanniger, you got Segura for that trade. Uh, and so far, so good on that trade. But a lot of people are like, ah, oh, the steal of the century. Walker, I think, is going to have a good year this year. Marte, I think, is young and going to be special going forward. So let, can, can we say good trade for both teams to this point? Yeah. Certainly, but the jury is still out on who is going to end up winning that trade. I mean, I, I think you got four good players involved. And we know what Segura is, and hopefully he stays at that level. The other three have yet to realize their potential. And I think maybe the ceiling on the guys in Arizona may be higher. Not about Walker. Than what we have here. I mean, oh, he's, he's just always going to be inconsistent, isn't he? I mean, we've seen him, we've yeah. seen him long enough to what Taiwan Walker is. Yeah, well, he's I young. We, we saw really... him go through his growing pains. Yeah, Jake Arrieta didn't figure it out until 28. He's got the highest highest ceiling out of all of them, I think. 
high ceiling. Now, whether or not he'll achieve that or not, I think he probably is the least likely to achieve it. (laughs) But I think he has a high ceiling. All right, coming up next on the uh, program, uh, we are going to... uh, What do we have next? Uh, Oh, I think we're going to hit some more of our uh, movie sequels and what have you uh, to see if we um, have a consensus winner on who deserves to have a second sports movie made of it of its base uh we'll talk about that next sports radio 950 kj now back to chuck and buck in the morning on your home for the final four and the national championship seattle's sports radio 950 kjr well we've learned a lot about each other today we have learned that my father, you guys didn't know, was a Willie Nelson impersonator. Minus the weed. We which have speech is only half. <laughs> He's not impersonating that aspect of his right. life. Which yeah. is probably good. I mean, if you're an impersonator, you're not impersonating everything. True. You know. Unless you're a method actor. We've learned that, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah. yeah then he would do that. Yeah, yeah. he would do that. Uh, we've learned that Bucky's father has two noses. <laughs> and we have learned that uh, Slickhawk's father now knows his girlfriend. That's true. That's true. How did Dad? How did Dad react to the? Uh... Oh, very well. Very yeah. well. Yeah. Well, it all went very well. What did you guys do to christen this moment? Like, uh, we play had board games, or we well, we were at Lucky Eagle, so we went and had a buffet dinner, and then hit the tables. Oh, uh, okay. I quickly lost a hundred dollars on craps. And then my girlfriend taught everybody how to play Pi Gal. Oh. <laughs> Which I, I had no idea how. I, I'm still not sure that I do. Did you know that she knew how to play Pi Gal? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. She she comes from a, a gambling family. Okay. Like, it, like, it doesn't matter what they're doing. There's got to be gambling involved. Whether it's poker at the Moose Lodge or, you know, pull tabs, whatever it is, there has to be gambling involved. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's were they concerned? Was that a red flag for mom and dad at all? No, no. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> look. When she cracked out her visor, <laughs> <laughs> mom and Dark dad. Not glasses? so much dad, but yeah. mo- mom's is going to be judgmental of whatever anyway. So I yeah. just let all that roll off my back anyway. Okay. Yeah. Did she? That's re- cool. Did mom reveal your nickname to? No. Okay. No, and I I'd appreciate it, it if gonna, you don't I'm either. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know why happened. you don't like that. Yeah, no. I don't know why you don't like it no. so much. Mom threw you under the bus, and God. I just didn't know if she did that all the time. Uh, no, I was actually surprised that she oh, didn't. Yeah. Best behavior, huh? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So when's the next time? Well, so is it, so it's like, like Christmas. Thanksgiving's on. Yeah. Christmas is on. Yeah, one or the other. Boy, this sounds really serious, Bucky. Like, have you met her? Family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, actually. Okay. What do they think? They were in town. I, mean, I assume everything's great. They they invited you're a pretty me likable out. Guy. There's some big Memorial Day thing out in Leavenworth, a big family gathering. Yeah. Like yeah. they invited 40 you. Forty people. I'm invited to that. Wow. To stay as well. It's like an overnight thing. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Go out Leavenworth. There's a there's a golf uh, event okay. uh, that's part of it. So I'm gonna do that. They want me to go out on some some big inflatable raft. I'm gonna pass on that. What? Okay. What? <laughs> so Come met, on. They've met Matt. Have do they know about Slickhawk? Yeah, they know what they, they know what I do and everything and okay. so yeah. Okay. They know you dress up. Uh I don't know about that. I mean 
They should. Her, next, her parents do. Yeah, her parents do. Okay. Next reunion. Yeah. You just, just, go. just go out there. Just go with Slick Hog. Just go neon doubt. <laughs> you know I would do that. You should do that. I'd Whoever wait you are a couple with years. has to embrace that. That's fine. I'd wait a couple years. Part of you. <laughs> I would love for it if, uh, you know, the father was like, yeah, I like him. He seems like a really good guy. I think he's going to treat you well. But, uh, man. Uh, the football piece. He doesn't know much about football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, I want a Seahawk fan who knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to lose. So that's that's not going to work. <laughs> Drop him. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, well, that would be the ultimate question. If he was like, uh, he has to convert, not to like a different religion. Yeah. You've got to become like a Niners fan. Ooh. In order to marry his daughter. Be careful. I guess, I... Be careful what you say right now. Is she listening? Uh, no, she's okay. working. Okay. I... Then go ahead. I guess with Richard Sherman going there, I guess that would be easier. Oh, wow. Look Slightly. at Nate. But it would never happen. <laughs> Nate, is, Nate just fist bumped. Oh, God. <laughs> Shut up, Nate. That means you're, Nate just fist You're 111th like, Niner fan now? This, wow. No. The Seahawks so and me it. go back all the way pretty much to birth. Let me tell you. Except for 9% is now Niner fan. That's not what I said. Now you're putting words in my mouth. I, you just said. You just proved something that we all knew. All oh, here long. we go. Mm -hmm. It's undefeated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I don't. You don't? I do. You I do. made one joke. Okay, I would not convert teams. Mm. I would not do that. Puckett and Jackson Feltz don't even know what to do in the sports pit right now. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you anymore? You can't host the 12th man show anymore. 12th man mania? Yeah. Come on. You're out of that. Well, he's 91% 12th man mania. Why don't you just uh why don't you just host the awesome boyfriend show from now on? Well, yeah, I'll do anything for my girlfriend show. Okay. <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> I would not convert ever for anything. And she knows that. And she would never ask me to. She's a Seahawks fan too, so it works out. Oh yeah, you know. My last girlfriend didn't even like football. Mm. That's oh. why she's an ex. That's one reason. Well, I'm okay with that. That's I was okay with it too. You don't look, you don't like have that. to like all the things I like. Uh but the Seahawks are such a big part of my life, mm -hmm. especially, you know, in the fall and winter and everything. It's kind of hard if you're and she tried to embrace it and she, you know, she did a good job, but uh didn't didn't work out. I don't I see I don't want to be with somebody that loves all of my hobbies. Yeah. They're my hobbies. Well, I think you know what I mean. I like that we have stuff together, but I have separate stuff too. Like I've yeah. got my pool league that I play in. You know, she coaches softball, so she does her thing, I do my thing, but then we have together things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to have that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I kind of like uh kind of like I've never really dated sports fans huh. in my life cuz I like sports too much. And honestly, I just don't want to hear somebody who's not a sports fan talking about sports to me all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, asking questions is cute. Looking like an expert is, you know, sometimes you feel like the hero. But I really just want to watch the game by myself. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Well, she's but, a legit sports fan, legit baseball yeah. fan. I mean, that's how she wrangled me. The yeah. words, she, she threw out the words, baseball is life. Oh. And uh, I was hooked. Okay. Mm. That's more like it. That's a keeper. That's, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's what you got right there. Somebody that recognizes baseball is life. Yes. I agree. Lock that your, one down. Now you got yourself a, I drop everything I said. She usually goes to spring training every year down to Peoria. Yeah, yeah by herself. Just goes. Okay. Watch the game. Look at that. True love. Yep. <laughs>
<laughs> baseball brand. I want a meter now. <laughs> Go meter. I hope so. Yeah, it's been, it's been three days. Yeah. Valentine's Day feud when it rolls around. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Later. Yes. Uh, all right. Speaking of which, coming up next, uh, we are debuting it here in the morning. So it's a pass the torch feud. We go from our old house band to our new house band. Jason Puckett, Jackson Feltz going to join us uh, in studio to pass the torch in a brand new version, a morning show version of the feud. It's next.